0: culture.
1: We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about uh, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about yeah. pop culture. Literally, yeah. we do. everything, 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 everything. everything, everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is about.
0: About, about, about. culture. Brunch culture. culture. Brunch
1: Col- Brunch all right y'all we're back i'm so we excited
0: are back after a successful week i am still 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 in love with last week's episode uh depressed while black i just yeah i think it's great um i got so many personal phone calls and text messages from people that just expressed how the show helped them how they were able to like look at their look at themselves look at their situations or you know have a conversation with somebody that was a true honest conversation about where they are um and i think it just felt so good to be we're doing something with a purpose and that's what we wanted to do that's what brunch culture is about um and one of the reasons we wanted to start it it was like to you know encourage people um And really to move to challenge young professionals to to be better and to think critically about things in life and to know that last week's episode did that for so many people. um, I'm just look, I'm elated. It just feels great to be literally operating in purpose. It feels so good.
1: Amen. And it coincided with um, we didn't even know this before we before we recorded the show, but it coincided with Suicide Prevention Week um so we just thank Ade for sharing I'm um, Imade for sharing her story um because you your story is so powerful and just keep striving and being so courageous and brave um because you definitely are a voice to many and yes. um, yeah so have power
0: if you haven't heard Depressed Wild Black after you finish this episode go back and listen to Depressed Wild Black and then visit Imade's blog Depressed Wild Black uh at what's on tumblr her tumblr page it's it's great i honestly i just think it's a wonderful thing i can't hype that that episode up enough because i think you know we really it was just a powerful episode like a really powerful episode
1: yes yes so this week on the scroll rick perry suspends his campaign so we have went as GOP <laughs> 10,000 people to 9,999.
0: Well, nine, 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 nine. Um, one step closer yeah. to, to deciding that Donald Trump is not your man.
1: So, he, yeah, and I feel like I feel like as we eliminate um all these 9,000 candidates, once we get down to like 3, I think we we'll, it'll be a better like view of like who really who people really want and it's still early. Um, even though I think it's odd that Donald Trump is even leading, um, on in evangelicals. Um, uh, it either tells us two things. People really hate politicians right now, or it's just, people are just picking Donald Trump just because he in the news just to be funny. Um, and I think that it's a combination of both. I think people really hate politicians and they don't trust them and they would just be like, I'd rather have Donald Trump for GOP because GOP Politicians have we have not been having good representation, and so oh, that's what
0: it is. It's just the representation. It's not the people in the party. It's just the, it's not the policies. It's just the representation.
1: <laughs> but I think I mean I don't know who they're polling. I've never got called to. Be
0: this. <laughs> Your phone out. So, um, I don't I
1: think, know who they're talking to.
0: <laughs> I think for me, it this whole Donald Trump leading in the polls it just tells a different story to me it honestly points and highlights a lot of other issues that it seems like nobody is concerned with um it's saying a lot of things about the party in itself i'm not a part of the republican party so i don't know but you know i'm not i can't i can't speak from within but i think this says a lot about because you think about uh trump's stance on the, probably the, the, the largest thing is on the Latino community. Like, if you look at his stance and the way that he treats them and to have so much support, it, it's not it's saying that we have people that really aren't considerate of other folks that are making these decisions that's in support of it. Like, you're not considering literally how this man is just kind of ishing on these people Um, in so many ways, and it's on a lot of people, um, on women, and you still have so much support that's behind it. It just points out a lot of like, I mean, is nobody gonna sit around, everybody's gonna sit around and nobody's gonna like mention this? Is this not a discussion that we're gonna have from within like, yo, what do we really have going on here? What are we saying? Like, what, what does this mean about who we are? Nobody's saying that, so I don't know, you know, whatever. I ain't a part of it. Y'all y'all vote for y'all candidate. They're going to lose anyway.
1: <laughs> Against who? Bernie Sanders?
0: <laughs> Against Bernie and Hill. And or Hill.
1: And Hill is not going anywhere. I don't even so, think she's going to get... I don't even think she's going to be our uh, candidate.
0: Well, yeah, so I disagree, but... Hill might be no. going
1: away. With well, all this... She's going down in the polls because of she's this, going down Vigazzi in the post and, and this email thing she's
0: going down in the post but she's still leading like that's the thing and so it's so early that you can have people people fluctuate all the time it still doesn't mean anything like she's going down it's so funny I was listening to CNN on my way to work and people kept saying oh she's going down in the post she's going down in the post but she is still the front runner she's still outdoing everyone that's in the race now Democratic and Republican. So yeah, guys, but no, it's, yeah, it's not really a thing, but you know, we will see. Um, other thing that happened this week, which is a huge thing, which a lot of people were like, nah, it's not, it's not, it's not a thing was the, uh, HIV prevention pill, uh, Truvado. There was a study that was released that said that <clears throat> it is a hundred percent effective and preventing People from contracting HIV, which it is like a. Cure
1: it. it doesn't cure it though. Right?
0: It doesn't. Yeah. It's not a cure. It's not a cure for it, but it prevents, um, if you, let's say like you're engaging in sexual activity with someone that has HIV, it prevents you from contracting it, which is a huge step. It's a really, really big step. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because I have a, a good friend that is in medical school and, and loves science. And so talking about it and just thinking about how like science has advanced and how, you know, things get better and medicine get, gets better. And, you know, you have things like once upon a time, syphilis, syphilis was like a horrible thing. And now it's not that big of a deal. Like people's like, okay, I'm gonna take pills for it. And it is what it is. Um And just being a part living in a time where, we're making these types of progressions to, to better health and better lives for people. Um, I think it's, it's, it's really, it's an interesting thing. And it's kind of one of those things that make you say like, man, wow, this is why we need people, um, that are involved in science and that really love and believe in science and, and, and that push for these types of things, because now you have something, um, that, will put a dent in this epidemic that has impacted so many people's lives. And there's a, a negative side to it as well. Um Well, there's a, a lot of people are saying, like, this is going to be everyone's. uh This is going to make everybody promiscuous and nobody's going to, you know, care about who they're sleeping with. And it's just going to be like this free for all, like everybody just have sex with everybody, which I kind of think is bull because it stops it prevents you from contracting HIV, but it doesn't prevent you from contracting other STDs, which other STDs are real. And there are other STDs that you can actually contract that you can't get rid of. So (laughs) I don't think that everybody is saying, I don't think everybody's saying that I'm like, reading a facebook post when i saw the article on facebook and at first i was like i don't know but then it was like you know facebook do this thing now where it's like a string of articles like if you read one article they'll show all the other articles that have like a similar headline Mm -hmm. or it's like related and so i was like clicking on all those and then if you click on them of course you read people's comments and there was one person it was so crazy she was just like uh this is, she said something about like, and you know how I feel about when everybody saying like the world is so bad, but it's like, oh this is going to be everybody's excuse now to be more immoral and I can't believe that we're we're producing medicine now that's promoting people to go out and be promiscuous. What? <laughs> like, how do you come up with this stuff, yo? Like I, I really wanted to comment and be like, chick, what?
1: <laughs> and two, I was, and that just increases the um ignorance some uh, a great number of people that get it aren't in prom- aren't promiscuous
0: exactly so
1: it's, it's really that's kind of an ignorant statement because some people are get it in the confines of their marriage some people get it because they were born with it because their their parents had it I mean there's a a number of people who got it from. From situations that weren't because of promiscuity. So.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty stupid. Side note, did you hear about the clinic? Um, apparently, I think it was in St. Louis that it was like over 1800 veterans that were potentially, they potentially contracted HIV from getting them to work at this clinic or this hospital. mm It was, yo. I've like sent it to my friend. I saw that and my heart was broken, man. Cause I, I do feel like, like having spent time, well, being in public in the public arena and spending time in different places and learning a lot more about, you know, our veterans and, and the good side of being a veteran and then the not so good side of being a veteran and not having people that are like vouching for you. It's kind of like, man, a lot of these people went to war for us and they're like the most vulnerable people that we have in our country and they get treated like crap in so many ways and so many people don't respect them. And to know that like, this hospital had to send out, eight, for 1,800 people send out letters saying that there's a possibility that you could have contracted uh, HIV because we were using utensils that weren't sterilized properly. I was like, what the f- yeah. yeah it,
1: was, that's, it was crazy. Yeah, that's something to make you tear up right there. Um, yeah it's crazy um, so a flight attendant was fired for not serving alcohol and um, I think she's Muslim
0: do your job
1: <laughs> wow I didn't know you was about to say
0: this. <laughs> I wasn't ready <laughs> I'm just playing I'm just
1: playing. Um, yeah, it's, it's a sticky situation because it's kind of like you're not drinking it yourself Um, you're serving it and you not serving it to them won't prevent them from having it. Um, I get the stance. I totally get it. Um, but I feel like, you know, you do you not serve, if they were serving pork on board, um, or shrimp, would you not, you know, would crab, would you not serve those things either? Um... Because I, I, I'm not sure about shrimp and crab. I know that's Jewish custom not to eat that. I think it's the same, but I know pork is considered unclean by by um the Muslim faith. So I'm like, w- how how extreme are we going to take this? Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's it's honestly it's one of those things that I was watching the the her interview with the View and. It's kind of in, in, in the in moments' notice it makes you say like, oh, because she really she articulates her her argument so great. Like she really is she does a good job of like laying out, you know, here's what happened, here's my position, here's what I was saying. I simply was asking for accommodation because of what I believe. Um, which one can't it's kind of hard to argue with it, right? It's kind of hard to say like oh well you know this is your faith you can't you can't do that but i think when you start to think about in the run of the day this is your job right um and i this is what you signed up for knowing that this was an aspect of your position how can you you refusing to carry out a a duty of your job it you're basically you need to find another job or there is a possibility you could be fired i remember when i was working at mcdonald's right So my first job was at mcdonald's Mm -hmm. and i was like 15 um maybe i was 14 or 15 i don't know whatever whatever it was where you can get like a work permit so i got a work permit and so i was a lobby boy quote unquote this is a position they made which was real cool but like it just gave me time and i was supposed to clean the lobby Mm mm-hmm Well, I thought that meant sweeping, mopping the floors, taking out the trash or whatever. I'll do that. But when they told me I had to clean the bathroom, I just wasn't. It's not happening. I. That was a literally in that moment. I remember one of the managers saying, you know, refusing to do this, because I was like, that wasn't in the job description. She was like, well, that's a part of the job. You know, refusing to do this means that you could lose your job. And I was like. And that's fine. I'll give you this uniform and I'll leave. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. Like, there is, I absolutely, I refuse to do it. And I understand that this means that I probably can't work here. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. I'm all right with that because I am not cleaning no bathroom behind nobody. Like, y'all need to hire a third party vendor. And then they gave me, I was like, yo, can I get gloves? Like, I need a mask. I literally need a full-on bodysuit for me to go in there. And it was just like, nah. And then, like, so I remember somebody had, like, vomited in one of the bathrooms. Oh and I was God. like, yep,
1: yeah.
0: I'm just not doing it. Um, and so what the accommodation was, you because one hungry of the man- enough, <laughs> call it what you want to. <laughs> yeah, I just, <laughs> I was, I remember one of the managers, she was like, to accommodate you. I'll just make sure like that's you don't get bathroom duty and so literally whenever it was time to clean the bathroom she would give it to somebody else and not give it to me and I thank god for her because I probably would have lost my little first piece of job which is fine I just refuse to do it I'm not going I literally would walk in there and I'll go and like I'll pull the um I'll redo the the soap dispenser and that was it (laughs) (laughs) I clean, I do the soap dispensers, I wipe down the counter, and after that, I'm good. I'm not finna clean no toilets. I'm not, like, popping up puke. Whoever puke, you need to bring them back in here and let them clean up their own. That's what one mama taught me. If you puke, you gotta clean up your own puke, cause I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just, yeah. I, so, in that regard, I kinda feel like, you know, I think there has to be some level of, well, if this is gonna require me to do something that I'm, I can't do I I'm against belief wise I'm just against it that maybe I do need to shift gears um from our transition out of this position or perhaps I need to have a conversation upon getting hired of like this doesn't work for me um because of my beliefs I can't do x y and z and so we have an understanding we draw up a contract we put a clause in my my off a letter that says that i don't do this mm-hmm. and so then it's you know it's squared away we have an understanding whatever they're gonna accommodate it they tell me that there's a here's the workaround that we're gonna come up with we do the workaround and that's that's it
1: mm-hmm. i think she did have that as far as from one of the reports i read she did have that kind of and then a flight attendant that was supposed to do it supposed to serve alcohol when she couldn't all of a sudden decided she didn't she no longer (laughs) wanted to um go with the arrangement and complained um so she kind of tried to make that and i think they agreed to it and then somebody another employee complained Mm. so i mean if you had it if if you and the airline came to and that you know human resources came to that and said okay you don't have to do it And then somebody else complained. I mean, that becomes, you know, an issue that kind of HR has to, to me, sit down with the other person who complained. Yeah. And say, okay, maybe we can get you on a flight with another attendant that doesn't mind doing this. And do they give you alcohol in coach? I thought that was only for first class.
0: Nah, nah. You can still buy, anybody can buy alcohol.
1: I don't know. I can't. We
0: don't just... Ain't nobody discriminating.
1: Half the time I be sleep during that time. I'm watching a movie, so I I just look at her and say Coke, um, <laughs> uh, oranges. <laughs> <laughs> so it's time to get into our main dish. Our main mm. dish.
0: I knew you was gonna say that, Lord. <laughs> I don't know. Why um, that. So today's main dish uh, is about relationship deal breakers, yo. Like, what are your relationship deal breakers? What's a acceptable number of deal breakers that one can have, and what are like acceptable deal breakers? Did like, you see that
1: meme with a girl? Was like that was such a meme. Meme, a two thousand. 15 car with was it two hundred thousand miles on it with the girl with the four or five kids
0: yeah man i felt and then so i i initially saw it and i kind of like roused over it um and then i saw a couple more people on my ig timeline post it and i felt real bad though because and this is i was raised by a single mother so i have a there's a certain a special place in my heart for single moms um but it was kind of like, yo, literally like this, you guys are going in and it's like, it's a funny when you first read it, it's kind of like, kick, 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 But then when you think about, honestly, this is, and I don't know if she's single, because this could be a picture, maybe like her, her boyfriend or husband or whatever could like be gone somewhere or just, I don't know, whatever. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's a single mom, um, but just reading it and then literally making it seem like she was a whole because of it. There was, I think, Madame Noir uh, they posted like a, a a a article what have you um when they were talking about it, and they were talking about the issues with it and one of the things that was mentioned was that you don't know if like all of these children have the same father you know, you don't know if they have all the same father and their dad died and here she is, you know, trying to like make it work because he's not here or you know, he cheated on her. He left or maybe she like left him because of an abusive relationship. Like you really don't know what's going on. Or he
1: could still be present in the military overseas and they just took a family
0: photo. True, exactly. And you know what I'm saying? Like there's so many other things that can be going on and so for people to kind of just like go in on this chick for being a single mother was a problem but I will say with that though, when you start thinking about like what's, uh, cause a lot of dudes was just saying like, I ain't, I'm just not going to do it. That's a viable deal breaker. Like if somebody has children or has a certain number of children and you in your life, in this position, this stage of life, don't want to deal with it. I feel like that's a viable deal breaker. Like I'm not going to slander your name because you have a child or you're a single parent. Like, cause I feel like that's stupid. Um, but. I think it's something, it's something, it's okay to say like, honestly, because you have more responsibilities than I have at this time in life, it's not something that's going to work for me. Like, that's not what I want. And it's not about, it's not like a dig to you, um, which I, I, I can hear somebody saying that it is a dig. It is a, like, cause you're not dating the child. I, I've heard, had somebody say that to me before. You're not dating the child, you're dating the parent and you learn to love the child or the child is a part of, it is an extension of the parent. So they come one, they come as a package. And I don't, I think that there's nothing wrong with that I completely. Again, I was raised by a single mom. So like, I can't, I'm not gonna be like, oh, she got kids, so it ain't gonna work. Like, I feel like that's stupid. But I do feel like, you have to be able to be honest about
1: what, you what is a like. deal
0: breaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a deal breaker at this phrase, this stage in life. Like I just, my life and the way I it's set up and what I want at this moment is not conducive to having someone with a child because it just kind of changes the game completely.
1: Yeah, and I I once dated someone with a child, um, but it was in college and. It wasn't dating for a marriage. It was kind of just casual hanging out. So it didn't bother me because I knew that I was not getting married anytime soon. And I probably wasn't going to marry this person. Um, <laughs> so I didn't. It didn't bother me. Because um, first of all, I'm not going to see the child because I barely want to see you that much because you're not the only person I'm dating at this time. Um, So I feel like. It, it it you it depends on what you want out of a relationship. If you're dating for True. marriage, when you're like, I think I was like 19. I mean, marriage was nowhere in my radar at that time. <laughs> but now I'm 28, so it's kind of like, okay, well, You I uh, I, so I, <laughs> I my thing is like now that I think about it, I may because I n- don't necessarily know if I want children. I might prefer someone who already has one, so they would be <laughs> one, so they could have that out their system.
0: <laughs> I need to, the whole package deal at this point. It works for me because I ain't gotta bend no kids. <laughs> I ain't gotta go through that problem. Look, look, this works. You got some? Okay, come,
1: come on Not in. Some. I one. Just-
0: Oh, just one, though. Just
1: one. (laughs) And we got to evaluate the child's mother. I mean, it's just so much, like, that you have to put into it. How much child support is coming out of your check? Like, these are things that you need to ask. I think those are going to be things that have to be, you know, evaluated.
0: So you are, are, is, well, I guess for you, because you want somebody with the kids or, like, multiple children, a deal breaker.
1: See, are they gonna be in stand with us? Like, are they coming during the summer? Like, it's just well, so are they coming ever, are they, Do they live in California and we live in DC? Like that stuff. Like, where well, we can kind of fly. I don't have no. To
0: I think them. you gotta you gotta have. If you accept the children, you have to accept that this child. If you accept the fact that you're dating somebody with a ch- a child, you have to accept that this child is just as much of my child as it is theirs. In the sense that, like. If we are together, old, but then I think how old
1: home, that determines the age that you get them, because I don't think that a child is going to consider your parent and they're 11.
0: Potentially, um, you know what? Like, honestly, potentially they could. I think it really depends on how the person that you're with. So like the, the dude you're dating, it, it depends on how he positions you to the child and his response to your interactions with each other. If it's very inclusive altogether, then it is going to be like you are a part of the family, right? But if it's kind of like, oh well, I do this with you, and then when like when I'm with Lisa, we kind of do this thing, or I don't really talk to Lisa about you, or when we're, I'm coming to something to support you, Lisa's not coming with me. You know what I'm saying? Like if there is this divide, this seemingly divide in the relationship, then it's going to be like that. I feel like children have. And being, again, being somebody that was raised in a single a household that had to like go through and learn all these like different dynamics and levels. I feel like as a child, you honestly, the one, the most important thing for you is like having your parents be together. And then if your parents aren't together, and you kind of go through this process of trying to like deal with that and reconcile with that. And then once you reconcile with it, you okay with the next person that comes in as long as they come in right. Like don't step in here trying to tell me what I'm doing wrong and who it is. Cause you don't know me cause like get to know me and then we can, we can walk forward with how this is going to play out. Don't come in here telling me like I ain't doing this and what I better do and who it is cause I'm going to look at you like, well, who are you? <laughs> like I don't know you from a can of drying paint cause. I, I just not gonna. It ain't gonna flow like that. But if you come in on a hey, I'm interested to get to know you. I'm in, I want you to get to know me. We are. This is our. This is potentially going to be our family, or this is our family, and this is how this family is going to operate. Honestly, I think in in most children, it's not that big of a deal. Like it's probably a. It's kind of tough, but it's like alright, let's move forward. Um. But with that being said, I think that. I don't know that I, I can say I think there's a lot of things to deal with um, But I think it's okay to say That that's a deal breaker I might say in this stage Of my life This year it's probably a deal breaker In two years it might not be a deal breaker
1: But I feel like as far as Deal breaking I have a lot But I think I have a lot because It's just my excuse the The real reason is that I just don't Want to be in one A relationship at the core. I think it's that's just where I'm at. So any little yeah. thing is kinda like, mm, yeah, uh it's not gonna work. But I mean at the core I think it's just that I'm not ready for one. Not that yeah. requires that much of me. Yeah.
0: That's- a lot of people that's I mean, that's honestly you a lot of people don't don't get there and don't say that. Like <laughs> that's a real I think and I think a lot of people should. Like you have a I feel like there are people that are out there and particularly I hear it a lot um from women i'll never forget hanging out never mind i can't say that <laughs> i feel like i ain't trying to put nobody out there but i had a conversation with somebody about um about this with this girl uh about the whole idea of like she's like i ain't no man out there and man ain't this man ain't that and so we started talking and i started asking her about you know what are your deal breakers and all of her deal breakers were some seriously like shallow stuff if he's not six two at least six one then it's not gonna happen like you're probably gonna be single for the rest of your life um and it's not trying to be funny but you have these things that you keep saying are deal breakers when in essence it doesn't It doesn't speak to a person's character. It doesn't speak to like how they'll treat you, um, the quality of life that you'll have with them. None of this stuff speaks to this, but you have this deal breaker that's just really not going to work. And so I think the reality is you probably enjoy being single, and that's okay. So when people ask you why you are in a relationship, although you... Might be knocking on 40. It's okay to be like, look, I just enjoy being single. And maybe one day I'll have, maybe when I'm 60, I'll decide I want to be with somebody and be in a relationship. It will adopt or perhaps I frozen my eggs. I don't know. Like there's options. Well, my, like my, you my got options. Girl,
1: Tamara, she's married. She's always, we always go back and forth about this. And she was like, I don't, I just don't think I was, we were talking about it. I think it was the other day. I was over her house, and she was like, you know, honestly, Lisa, I just don't think you're, you want that, <laughs> and when you want it, you'll make it a priority, but she was like, observing your life right now, I don't think that's what you want, and I was like, yeah, that's really where I'm at. She was like, I don't think, she was like, because you'll find any and every excuse, and I think it's just that you don't want it, and I was like, that's a real thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, that's good, though. You got friends that you can be honest with about it. You literally have a lot of people that would harp on the fact that they have all these deal breakers. And the reality is you just don't want to be in a relationship. You just don't know how to say that without feeling or looking crazy.
1: And I think the position I am in now, because I'm more in a leadership position and the the reality is the people that the caliber of people that I would date, they don't date just to date. And because, and I, you know, I'm all for dating with a purpose, but in undergrad, you, it was more, a little bit more flexibility. You could date people, you, you know, we go into the movies, we go into dinner. It's not exclusive, you know what I'm saying? But the age we are now, not the caliber of people, people do that, but not the caliber of people I would date. Does that make sense? Dang. <laughs> so-, <Hey.
0: laughs> so y'all just not meeting Lisa's calibration level
1: no because i'm looking i'm i'm usually dating the i would i would say a solid christian dude and most solid christian men don't date for just dating purposes they date with the purpose of marriage the people i meet
0: so you mean like the people that like i met you and i've only known you for a month and now i know that i'm finna marry you those type of people
1: well not th- i mean i like, <laughs> like that though <laughs> A lot of, no, for real, like, I mean, that's just, yeah, I that's just how people go, and it's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, because when you know, like, this is the intended purpose, you go for that, if that, But you
0: know after, like, a month, though? Some people do. I don't know, I, I, I struggle, I don't, I'm not sure that, like, I know you for a month.
1: My homegirl, her parents, I think, knew each other for two two or three months they got married they've been married for almost 30 years
0: and you know what there are some people i actually do i know someone whose parents got married i think it was very it was a very short i won't like say it give it certain times i don't remember the exact time but it was a very short period of time and they end up marrying and they've been together something like 20 some odd years which is a beautiful thing honestly
1: i think that's how my life is gonna go like, because I'm just like, I feel like I'll meet somebody and we'll know, and that's how it will be. Because I'm just like, and I'm more so, I'm not in that mindset, but I feel like when I get in that mindset, it'll be fairly quick. Does that make sense?
0: I hear you. I'm not sure that, you know, that ain't my life. I don't know. But I, you, know
1: you never know how, you, you never know how you, life will play out. You,
0: that's true. You don't know. I think for me it's just always that factor of like, yo, what if I meet you and I think you're the one and then all these deal breakers start popping up.
1: But I've like, never so one of my favorite speakers is this man named Rafi Zachari. He's Indian, right? His brother mm-hmm. is a computer programmer or something. And he told because of the culture in India they they do that whole um Right, Mm -hmm. so he wasn't in india he was in america fully you know americanized well no they were in toronto canada um fully you know out of that that whole indian idea because ravi his brother picked his wife so his brother is saying okay i want to get married i'm a certain age i want to get married he told his aunt and his his somebody else in his family to pick his wife in india and he was going to marry her and he never met her. The first time he met her was their wedding day. And my favorite speaker, Robbie, he asked his brother, "How are you going to do that? Like you don't even know this girl." And they've been married, I think, forty years. And he was like, "Because love is a decision, and I've committed myself to loving her no matter what." And I was like, "Wow." So I mean, it can be done. It just takes. I mean, everybody's going to have deal breakers. Everybody has baggage. If you will and choose, I'm going to love you no matter what. I think if both people have that mentality, y'all can kind of get over it. The deal breakers.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I
1: mean, I don't want to arrange marriage and I don't think that's the route I'm going to take, but people have done it for years and, you know, centuries and in, in other countries and it's. It's worked for some and been very bad for others. So I think it's kind of a situation. It's based on each kind of situation.
0: Yeah. I You know what? It's a, it's definitely a beautiful thing. I think if that works for you, by all means.
1: I don't um, think it'll be my I, journey. But, it, you know, it's it was his, obviously.
0: Hey, you know what? And if it works for you, whatever floats your boat makes me happy. I so love what, what is it. Your,
1: what, is your, what is your... I feel like your deal breakers would be the same as mine as far as at the end of the day you just don't want that right now
0: yeah so it's certain things of kind of like I can't you know I need I need you to have like a level head Um, I need and it's kind of hard you know what it's kind of hard at this moment to say like I have deal breakers per se Um, I was like reading this thing it was like the top 10 uh deal breakers like it was like ax men or something like that i just like search and it's like the top 10 deal breakers that men have and i think it's kind of like for me i don't need you to there was they're saying things like oh she's uh she disrespects you in public for me that's kind of like that's a given we got to be able to respect each other. I don't care who you are. Respect is paramount. So things like that is just kind of like, it's not even a given. I don't even know if I can say it's like a deal breaker. Um I think you need to have, you need to be passionate about what you're doing in your life. You need to have something that you're passionate about and something that you're pursuing. That doesn't have to be your career. I'm a person that understands that, you know, for m- multiple reasons, we have our careers and we have like things that we do to make money and then we have things that we probably pursue on the side that we would love to be careers but at this moment of life it may not just be a career and so i'm fine with that but you need to have something that you're passionate about i don't need you to only be passionate about being in a relationship with me or only being passionate about us being married because to me that's not gonna work i need you like you you have to have something else that you're pursuing that's going on that's like feeding you because if there's a problem with us, then I need you to have something that you can go to that can kind of side you so you can get things, you know, we can like work us out. I don't need this to be the end all be all. The only thing you have and we have an issue, you broken, busted and disgusted. And it's like, I can't get you to pick yourself up because you're like, oh, you're my life and all I have. No, 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 no. I don't want to be your wife. I mean, your life. I want to be you know, I want to be a boyfriend and
1: <laughs> you be a want
0: husband, but I don't, need you. I don't need no you. Yeah, I don't need. No, 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 no. Those are issues that I don't need <laughs> in my life. Yeah.
1: I think for me, well, I, I think as people watching one of the most critical just relationships, period. Um, I think this has become so important to me. Um, Have you dealt with personal issues in your past like that is so that's a deal breaker um yeah. if i'm dating somebody and they have unresolved childhood issues and i know we're all working we're a work in progress but if you haven't i need you to at least be aware there needs to be an awareness there um right. i can no longer be in relationships that are are landmines that I, no, I'm no joke like if I say something and it's going to spark a memory of a childhood and then I got to fight with you about issues that I didn't cause that's that's the one thing if you tell me it was a landmine and I step on it but there needs to be an active self awareness a deal breaker for me is somebody who's not self aware if you ain't self aware that's just about your own issues about what somebody said that's going to spark something if you're not self aware we can't we can't be together that's a deal breaker if you're angry and your anger don't make sense which goes back to being self aware we can't be together like those are things (laughs) for me across the board I can't I can no longer I can't deal with that kind of stuff um I, I think looks wise I think people are attractive in different ways. So I can kind of fluctuate. I, as far as like, if I line all the dudes that I've dated to, up together, there's not a certain... I don't think I have a certain type.
0: I don't got no type.
1: I just, whatever. I, if I find that person Save Brothers
0: is the only thing that she like.
1: And that's why. <laughs> Again. I'm not gonna... <laughs> to so I, the roast. I, just, I <laughs> that was my for it. <laughs> I'm just joking. That was funny though. So we are gonna move on side. To toast to roast, you let us know your deal breakers. You know, hashtag chat beefy. Um, uh, yeah, I want to toast the Coca Cola. Um, I don't know what y'all put in this Coke. Uh, but it's hilarious, yo. I helped my friend um uh, move yesterday because she's moving to Charlotte. Um. Shout out to Kim. Uh, I helped her move yesterday, and I was tired, so I came home, and I went and took a nap. And yeah, when I woke up, I, the, my nap lasted five hours. That's how tired I was. Oh, wow. Uh, I woke up, and I just had this urge for a coke, and I went at eleven o'clock at night and got a coke, and it was so refreshing. I love. Like, when it first hit. Maybe it's because I don't drink alcohol. Coke is, like, my alcohol. I'm addicted to caffeine. So, you know, oh. that's my, like, if I'm stressed out about something, if I'm thinking about something, or if I just need something, like, I a strong drink, I'll go get a Coke.
0: So.
1: That's well, my toast. Toast for to Coke.
0: <laughs> toast. <laughs> my toast this week is going out to my, my little brother. My little brother started... Uh, high school at the high school that I graduated from 10 years ago. So he started this year, which is pretty dope. And he is on the JV football team. And, um, I saw pictures, I wasn't there, but I saw pictures of his first game. And I'm just so proud of this little man. Uh, it's, it's, it's really incredible to see that, you know, you do something and you have people there. Like, I remember him being a kid saying, like, oh, I'm gonna go to Stanton, I'm gonna go to and I'm gonna go to Stanton, like Randall. And so, like, he, is a student there now and it's just honestly it's mind-blowing it's so incredible i feel like so proud because i'm like dang man the things that like i was doing you know way back in the way back like he has the opportunity to do that plus so much more so shout out to him toaster josh i'm so proud of you man i love you and he's been asking me for forever to bring him on the show I don't know what we're going to do at some point in time. Y'all might hear from my little brother on the show, but that's a whole <laughs> different thing. I don't know. We, me and Lisa going to have to work it out how we going to get this teenager on brunch culture. But uh, yeah, shout out to him. Love you, man.
1: <laughs> All right. Shout out to Randall's little brother. And we're going to leave you with this week's good vibe. The truth is like a lion. You don't need to defend it. Let it loose. It will defend itself. And that's from St. Augustine. Yo, you don't have to defend the truth. Truth always rises so whatever lies um people are spreading or saying the truth will always reveal itself so give it time truth will, truth will uh manifest don't defend it just let it go amen all right thank you for tuning in to another week of brunch culture you can hear all our past episodes at www.brunchculturebc.com follow us on twitter at brunch culture on instagram at brunch underscore culture and at facebook at facebook.com backslash brunch culture or On iTunes, subscribe to Brunch Culture. And on iHeartRadio, you can subscribe to Brunch Culture. And remember, at Brunch Culture, everything is up for discussion.